Hi, I'm Anderson Silver, author of the book series Stoicism for a Better Life. Life is difficult, isn't it? And in today's hyper-connected modern day, it just seems like it's harder than ever before, doesn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you that it really doesn't have to be that way. With a little help and guidance from our ancient Stoic philosophers, you really can attain an anxiety-free and purposeful life. How do I know? Well, I'm one such person who turned his life around, and I'm here to share some of that ancient wisdom with you. This is Stoicism for a Better Life. Hello, my dear friends. Can you believe it has been over 50 episodes now? In fact, this is episode number 53. Wow, wow, wee, wow. <laughs> wow, how time flies. Have you been enjoying it? Yeah, me too. So let's keep it going. This show, the website stoicismforabetterlife.com, the articles, the interviews, everything I do under the brand Stoicism for a Better Life is possible thanks to my Patreon supporters and their generous contributions. So, you know, you and your generous contributions. Thank you, thank you very much. If you want me to keep doing what I do, swing by patreon.com slash andersonsilver and pledge a little support for your Uncle Anderson here. It doesn't take much. I mean, how much do you spend on a cup of coffee in one day? Pledging that amount my way once a month may not seem like much to you, but it really does add up on my end. If you like what I do and want to support me, swing by patreon.com slash andersonsilver and let's keep trying to make the world a better place together. If you don't like supporting me, well, hey, that's fine too. Go on by stoicismforabetterlife.com and you can still have access to all my work absolutely for free. You know why? It's because I love you. I really, really love you. There, I said it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'll stand on rooftops. <laughs> okay. Uh, today I want to try something different. I would like to begin with a story about our ancient guide's own ancient historical guide, Diogenes. You see, you might have heard of this guy named Alexander the Great. You know, a little known guy, went to conquer half the world. And this guy was a big admirer of Diogenes. And that says a lot because Alexander the Great was tutored by none other than Aristotle. Yeah, he was tutored by Aristotle himself. So one day, the great conqueror goes to visit his favorite philosopher, goes up to Diogenes, and to his horror, he saw that Diogenes was frantically digging around in a pile of human bones. Puzzled, the disgusted emperor approached Diogenes and asked him, Hey, hey man, what the heck do you think you're doing, buddy? You realize you're digging through and throwing around human bones, right? I mean, you're embarrassing yourself. Someone's going to get you on social media, man. You'll be humiliated. You're going to start trending on Twitter in no time. <laughs> okay, he didn't say that last part, but you get the idea. He was appalled. He was appalled and confused. And to this, Diogenes answered, I am searching for the bones of your father, but I cannot distinguish them from those of a slave. Wow. First of all, Diogenes gets points for trolling here. <laughs> He's so good. Ah, he's so good. Yeah, he was a savage. But it does make for great lessons and stories, doesn't it? Okay, second of all, I have a question for you. When was the last time you sat in silence? 
like without occupying yourself with anything. No, trying to fall asleep at night doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you purposefully sat in silence and just looked and contemplated? If you're like most of us, the answer is, well, pretty much never. We hate silence. We hate not being busy or occupied. We hate silence so much that it makes us physically uncomfortable. In fact, some public speakers will sometimes use this inherent weakness we have as an intimidation tactic with long pauses before and during their piece. When we're idle, we feel like we're doing something fundamentally wrong and sinful. So even when it comes to the end of the day where we want to be as idle as possible to rest and relax, we would rather sit in front of a television set and purposefully zombify ourselves than to sit in quiet contemplation, just staring out the window and reflecting. Think about those two scenarios. In both cases, the subject at hand would be staring at a window. But in one case, it is a window with colorful pictures that are constantly changing at a fast pace, movement, and an emotionally engaging storyline that is presented in a super fast-paced manner to keep your attention span. But things happen too fast, and so this communication ends up being only one way, as in only in one direction, from the television to you. Television is designed to engage our heuristics, which are unidirectional shortcuts of our autopilot. It does not leave room for any feedback, thought, or contemplation. Thanks to heuristics, we absorb information at a lightning pace and can process it too. But the information is almost always non-value added, and our responses are almost always non-value added as well. Now think of an alternative scenario. This time, the subject is staring out the window into the world. Here things do not happen as fast. In fact, things happen almost at a snail's pace, by our hyper-connected busy standards, that is. In the span of an hour, there may be some cars and a few pedestrians that go by, Perhaps a bird or a squirrel, or whichever local animals you have out your window, will make an appearance. Clouds may be moving, the sun or moon may move along its path, but in this window, the subject is allowed to think and contemplate. One can reflect and have thoughts and ideas as opposed to just absorbing as much colorful video and boisterous audio information as possible. This window that peers out into nature allows the subject to think and use their highest faculties. So for this practical exercise, make some time for quiet contemplation. Don't be afraid of your own thoughts, and instead spend some time with them, and only them. Life is so short for every single one of us. No matter our walk of life, our respective challenges and responsibilities, and we waste so much of this precious time being busy with other things and other people, in a vain attempt to accomplish great things, like Alexander's father, Philip of Macedonia. But before we can live amongst other people and things, we must first be okay to live with ourselves. So take time to listen to yourself from time to time, and enjoy your moment. Enjoy your moment, your own moment. Don't let something else like a television hijack it. I think Lao Tzu said it best when he summed it up with the following words. Those who enjoy life get more out of it than those who employ it. You guys keep being great. Keep being you and keep on trying your best. I'll talk to you next time.
remember, virtue is not about perfection, but about trying your best. No matter how big or small that effort might be, just keep working and improving yourself. And by definition, you will be virtuous. Swing by my brand new webpage at stoicismforabetterlife.com and get access to tons of exercises and other content to help you in your journey of self-improvement. It's all free and made possible by listeners who generously support me on Patreon. I wish you all a productive and tranquil week. And remember, my friends, we're all in it together and we're all rooting for each other. Thank you.